Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness. Hey, everybody. Sunshine Wiley here, and this is the Sunshine State. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It has been a while, and I have missed you guys so much. I 100% needed this little break that I took. As many of you may know, I, you know, suffered a recent tragedy within my family with the passing of my father, and it has 100% taken a toll on me. And so taking this time away was my way of really giving myself the opportunity to super heal. I actually uh, doubled up on my therapy appointments and was able to really channel in all the stuff that I, you know, went through, but we could talk about that a little more in a bit, but... I had gotten to the point where if I had kept on recording the podcast through that time of bereavement for me, um, I would have just been on autopilot and there would have been no true healing going on for me. And the, the whole reason behind me starting this podcast was me to heal along with the people that I am looking to reach um, because we're doing this together. Like we are on this journey together and it makes absolutely no sense at all for me to just, you know, speak a whole lot of fluff and run off at the mouth and nothing effective actually happened. So I definitely needed to take some time for some serious self-care and sunshine time to really find her own sunshine state. Um, thank you so much to everybody who, who's reached out to me. Thank you so much for everybody who sent me um, flowers, cards, text messages, um, who's called me, who's sent me messages on Facebook. I thank you guys so much. You know, I, I realize that grief is not a you know, one-stop shop where you cry it all out for two weeks and then you're going to be good for the rest of your life. That's not how it works. It's basically you lost a person or basically you lost a space in your life because every person who is actually in your core feels a space in your life. So you lost a portion of the space in your life and now you're trying to figure out how to operate without that space being filled anymore. For anybody who is out there grieving, um, I, I don't discourage anybody from taking the proper amount of time that's needed to actually turn inward and focus on yourself and focus on those things that you need to do in order to get back to where you feel a sense of normalcy. Because nobody can give you a timetable. Nobody can tell you, oh, all right, you've cried for a month. It's time to get it together. 
you know, it, there there comes a point where you do wallow and you can you can begin to wallow and you can begin to dwell in certain things and you do have to kind of take control of that and recognize that, but nobody can say what your actual healing time should be because it's a, a individualized process for each person. So definitely take the time to heal and I would suggest to everybody to definitely get grief counseling. It's been helping me um, and I'll continue to go back because there are some things that I'm discovering about myself through the grief counseling and I I didn't even realize the magnitude of hurt and the magnitude of attachments to the things that were said to me as a child by my parents that I was still holding on to um, until um, I was faced with the opportunity to not speak to my father again. I was very happy that the lad's last words that he spoke to me were positive and were of approval and his pride for me and, and being able to say that, you know, he wanted me to be happy and he was proud of me and he wanted to see me succeed and go far. And, and I'm happy that those were the last words that I got to hear from him. That's not the case for many people. So, you know, being able to go through this grief counseling can help you to sort through all the levels of things that you may have been facing with the loved one or the person who has passed. And so being able to um, go through grief counseling will not only help you to heal from losing that person, but will be able to allow you to let things come to surface that were buried for a long time that you might not have healed from. So I definitely encourage everybody who is going through any form of grief to um, seek counseling of that form. Um, so today, um, I don't want this podcast to be all about grief. Um, uh, I do definitely want to incorporate gratitude in it, um, which is why I was saying that I'm glad that the last words my father spoke to me were positive and were encouraging. Um, but to Today, I want to talk about a few things. I want to talk about self-sabotage. I want to talk about not being able to see or believe that you are amazing or how amazing you are. And I also want to talk about metamorphosis. So let's jump right on in. This is the Sunshine State, and I'll probably be taking a little bit of a different turn um, from here on out with topics um, so that uh, I can start to cover a little bit more. So let's go. Um, you know, Self-sabotage is something that became near and dear that I knew very well. Um, I did not realize that I was doing it, but it was something that I often visited and revisited and revisited again and allowed myself to become a victim as a result of. Because a lot of us, you know, allow ourselves to become trapped into being victimized about everything, whether it be job situations, whether it be relationships, whether it be, um, you know, careers or families or whatever. You know, you allow yourself to be the victim in every situation and you start to say things like, oh, well, this always happens to me. This is how things always turn out for me. Or it's just because I'm stupid or it's just because I hate myself or I'm I'm this or I'm that or, or negative, negative, negative. And when you allow those things to start creeping in, um, like myself, you start to really begin to sabotage yourself from seeing and producing the things that you want in your life. Uh, I actually was recently talking to one of my girlfriends and I was telling her that this season in my life, there are certain things that I'm really having to 
confront head on and release head on because I realize that they are things that are lingering in me that make me feel like they are impending doom. And I don't want to let them go because I don't know what life will look like without those things. But I realize that keeping those things close to me and holding on to those situations or those habits, they are in turn self-sabotage. I'll give you an example. In, in school, um, a lot of times I would wait to the very last minute and procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate because I was afraid that I would not be able to, you know, accomplish whatever task it is that I was given, whether it be studying for a test, whether it be doing a report or some type of lab um, exam or some type of project that I was working on. Like, not always. There were a lot of times I felt like, you know, I couldn't do it. I felt like, you know, I'm going after this situation that I'm really not worthy of, that I'm really not qualified for, that I'm really not smart enough to obtain. And I'm telling you, I've been telling my daughter lately that like a lot of things that you are not able to do have already started in your mind. Once you start believing in your mind that you cannot do something, you will not do it. And it sounds so simple, sounds so easy, sounds like, oh, that's so cliche, but it's the truth. How many times have we sat in front of a task and looked with complete overwhelm and was like, well, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. So, you know, it's whatever. I'm just going to do whatever. And then you didn't do it. And it's like, it's crazy because some of us are surprised that things didn't turn out in a good way for us. But it's like, yo, you started out in defeat. You started out believing that you were not going to succeed. You started out believing that you were going to fail. So if your mind started out in defeat, your actions were in defeat. Everything that you did to follow that up was defeated. It was a failure. And it's only because you convinced yourself in your mind that this was going to fail, that you were not going to be able to do that. And I had the, the weirdest aha moment in my last year of college. And actually I'm having an even bigger aha moment now because I'm, you know, back in school and I'm doing things and I'm seeing that self-sabotage come back up to where it's like, I'm waiting till the last minute to complete test. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, why? You are amazing. You are smart. There is nothing you can't accomplish. There is nothing you can't do. The only person that can stop you from doing this is you. And I'm saying these things to myself and it's a hard pill to swallow because I'm realizing that a lot of the failures that I've experienced in my life are as a result of my belief system. Now, some stuff was, you know, messed up and some stuff in life happened that you had no control over. I get it. We're not talking about those situations, though. We're talking about the ones that you were able to take advantage of and you were able to kill it. But instead of killing it, you settled for being average. We settled for being average. I can't be I can't be removed from that because I'm experiencing it and I'm having to deal with it right now. You know, I'm in a situation where I'm seeing myself slip back into those habits and I'm having to literally, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm literally talking to myself like, what are you doing? 
Are we for real right now? Is this what we're going back to? Do you want to fail? Do you want to succeed? Or are you going to kill this? What are we going to do? And as I'm talking to myself more and more, I'm starting to realize that this fear that I had is nothing but a lie. This thing that kept me from being able to reach beyond and go forward is nothing but a lie. It's a lie. There is nothing that I cannot accomplish in this season that if, if I really, really give, give myself fully committed to the situations. I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know what, God, I could really, really use a check. I could really use a big check right now. You know, you know, money is not that great for me right now. It's a lot of things going on, a lot of financial obligations, a lot of, you know, and the money that comes in doesn't always match the money that needs to go out. So I was like, man, I could use a check. And so while, you know, going through all that, I got a couple of voiceover auditions. First one I didn't do because, you know, being slipping in and out of my own personal state of depression, um, you know, not clinical, but, you know, you get in those funky moments, especially in, in times of grief. So I'm slipping in and out of my funky moments. And that particular day I slipped in a funky moment and I was like, man, I'm not going to get it anyway, so I'm not going to do it. So, of course, there was my self-sabotage. The very next day, the very next day, I got another voiceover audition and I submitted for it and I felt so good about it. I didn't even, you know, contact the person who normally critiques all my voiceovers, you know, and helps me to shape them and retake them and all that kind of stuff. Give me pointers and notes and blah, blah, blah. Coach me all that good stuff. I didn't even contact that person. What I did when I was like, you know what? Trust yourself. You've got this. You understand what you are supposed to be doing for this particular spot. So do it and kill it. Do y'all know that was probably one of the best voiceover auditions I've ever submitted? And guess what? Your girl landed it. And you know why she landed it? Because she did not sabotage herself by not trying and actually trusting herself and doing the things that she's been taught, being able to institute all of those things, implement every last bit of it, you know? And I'm telling you, when you self-sabotage yourself, you start to really believe that you are not as amazing as you are. And it sounds really boastful, but sometimes you got to just be like, I am amazing. I am an awesome person. And there is nothing that anybody can do to let me feel any other or to make me feel any other way. Because I am awesome. In whatever area that you work in, you got that. You're awesome. And there's nobody else that can take away from that. There is nobody else that can shake that if you decide that they're not going to shake it. Because it's always going to be people who going to run their mouth. It's always going to be people who are going to be in your ear. But at some point, you got to be like, look, you're not in my inner circle. So I'm not going to give my ear truly to what you have to say, because I realize that you are not here to build. And that's a whole nother situation. We can talk about relationships all day and night. But at the end of the day, the relationship that matters most is the one that you have with yourself. And so if the one that you have with yourself is interrupted by somebody else's presence, they need to be in another section. And you already know which section I'm talking about. It's the bench section. They are not supposed to be in your inner circle. Sit them on over there and let them have their long spoon and get ready to feed them, okay? 
because it's it's time out for us to, to just take everything that people are giving us. You got to allow people in your life who are willing to help sharpen you, help shape you, help make you to or get you to grow to the place where you are really desiring to be. And if you got a person who's always just trying to knock you down, you already know. That's not the person who's supposed to be in your inner circle. If all you if all you're able to do is knock me down, it's not you. I'm sorry. All love you cool, but you got to stay over there. We got to be nice and cordial. I'm not going to be stinking nasty to you, but you're not going to be in my inner circle talking all that negativity. You can have that. You can have it. Um, and, and it's so, it's so necessary for us all to realize how amazing we are in our own right, because how awesome you are in your own right really helps you to reinforce that self-esteem that we're building anyway. Every last person on this earth has some level of self-esteem, whether it be low or high, in the middle, over the top, way too low. It doesn't matter. Everybody on this planet has self-esteem. And depending on how awesome you believe you are, that's how your self-esteem is going to operate and how you're going to allow people to treat you in return. I actually was talking to a, a good friend of mine and he was saying, you know, the thing that people fail at a lot of times is they, you know, allow other people to tell them how awesome they are, but they have this gate up that doesn't allow them to receive it and to believe that the words that they're being spoken to or that they're being spoken are true. How many times have somebody told you, man, that was an amazing job that you did and it's hard for you to really take it in? I know I've, oh my gosh, so many times it was hard for me to receive the words of people telling me that I was beautiful. Yeah. It was hard for me to take that in because for so long, there were so many people who were telling me that I wasn't. It was so many people who made me feel like I wasn't, who lessened my importance. But it's like time out for that. Time out for that. Delete all those distractions because they don't even. Anyway, I already said my piece. They don't deserve a space in your life and they don't deserve a space in my life. So just like I am doing I suggest we all do the same thing. We got to really, really, really weed out the bad seeds in our inner circle because it's so important. So lastly, I just want to talk about metamorphosis. I put a post up on um, Facebook and Instagram uh, and it was a, a, an out of focus picture. I got this picture when I went to California recently and um, that's, you know, that's where I'm from and that's where my family is. So I went there recently and I had a picture taken on top of this um, beautiful scenery at this hiking mountain park reserve thing. And it was so beautiful. The background was beautiful. It was just like you can see, you know, all of the beauty that lies within nature and then couple that with the beauty that's in, you know, California. It's just like, whoa, this is a beautiful picture. Y'all listen. I got that picture back. It was so blurry. I started to be like, man, I need to fly back out there just to retake this picture. <laughs> but I, I started to think about something. I started to think about that as my metamorphosis. You know, a lot of people don't really see you for who you are right now anyway. So keep this picture for, for, for what it is right now. 
especially people who who are not like completely connected to you. Now, the people who connect who are connected to you, they might be able to see the vision. They might be able to catch on to who you will become. But like even with you, sometimes you don't really see who you are in the process. But once you start to develop, once you start to allow yourself to grow and allow yourself to move towards the direction that you feel is best for your life, things will start to become clearer. And not only will you be able to see yourself clearer, but the people who are on the outside looking in will be able to see you much clearer as well. So I saw that picture, I posted it, and I was so inspired because I realized that this is just an in-between point. This is just a step on my journey to what's next for me. There are so many amazing things in store for us and we have got to make sure that each and every step of the way we are appreciating the process. Each and every step of the way we're showing gratitude for the things that we are giving, the things that we are experiencing, the things that we are facing, good or bad. Because in every last one of those situations, there is always a lesson. There is always an opportunity for growth. And that is what I'm holding fast to right now. And I would hope and encourage that everybody out there does the same thing. I realize that there is so much more to do, so much work to be done, but I am in this moment celebrating the victories that have happened so far. I'm celebrating your victories. I'm celebrating my victories. I am here because I decided not to be a victim anymore. I am here. We are here. Because we have decided to take a step on a journey that will change our lives and that we're all going to be the better for it. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Sunshine State. I am so grateful for your presence. I'm so grateful for, you know, all of the support, the listening ears, the comments, as well as the testimonials. I have a couple people who have sent me videos and I'm going to be posting those as promotion uh, pretty soon. Um, but guys, if you do have anything that you want to send me, uh, you can definitely email me at sunshinestatevibes at gmail.com and send any testimonial videos that you have. You can also send comments, um, again, that is sunshinestatevibes at gmail.com. And again, sunshine is spelled with an O. Everything else is spelled the way it's normally uh, spelled. Um, you can also visit us at www.sunshinestate.com. Again, that's www.sunshinestate.com. Um, you can also be sure to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, um, SoundCloud, and I also post it on my website as well. Uh, my name is Sunshine Wiley. Thank you so much for joining me today. Everybody have a great week. So stand out, stand out, stand out. Your Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness.